0: listeners what's up hey it's mario b from cinema 7 now this episode is about castlevania now i know in the podcast update update um i did a couple weeks back while i was instructed to do i said that the uh castlevania would not happen um that's because i thought it was going to be too hard to edit with the noise in the background uh we were at pure money a friend of the podcast George, who uh, was on the Blair Witch episode. Um, he and I sat down to talk about Castlevania, but I thought there was a lot of noise in the background. I actually got to edit a lot of that. Um, there's still some bumping and stuff us hitting the table and all that. I don't think it's too bad. I'm sure you heard worse on podcasts if you're a podcast listener. Or you know, you're just cool and you listen to us. Hey, thanks. But uh, you know, LOL, I'm wild today. So this is me and uh, Beer Money talking about Castlevania, the Netflix series. It's only four episodes, uh, which you'll hear us talk about. Uh, we kind of break down the whole show and all that jazz. If I sound kind of low, it's because of the uh, microphone. Um, you know, we, we do what we can here at Cinema 7. Um, it's kind of more like me interviewing George Beer Money on uh, Castlevania in a way. But I I give a lot of my own opinions, too. Uh, We got a lot of great episodes coming up. I know in the past week, past couple weeks, we've been kind of slow. I know uh, about maybe two weeks ago, we missed a week's worth of putting an episode out. But, you know, the following week, we put out three episodes. Um, And then last week, we missed, we kind of missed, um, you know, posting an episode last week. But, you know. Uh, this week, we're going to have a lot more episodes uh, upcoming. Um, we're probably going to see more movies. We've all been really, really busy. Um, I've said this before. We're an independent podcast. Uh, we don't make any money off of this, really. Um, the the only um, money we, we make is putting back into the podcast to get more mics, to get better equipment. And, you know, that's why we have the Patreon page. Um, in case you do like us, we have supporters or listeners that want to support our podcast because you, uh, like us, go, um, support us on Patreon, you know, it's as little as a dollar, you don't have, you can do a dollar a month, or you can just do a dollar one time, and, uh, like John Canocchio always says, he'll name, he'll, he'll uh, say your name on the podcast as a supporter of Cinema 7, every episode, um, you know, $5, we give you a sticker, a cool sticker, uh, you know, you can even email us and tell us, hey, I want this colored sticker. That's fine. That's cool. We'll give you that colored sticker. You know, $10. We'll give you, we'll bring you on the podcast. You can tell us your opinions. Um, speaking of opinions, uh, I also wanted to mention real quick uh, that we're, we're trying to get away. We, I personally don't see ourselves as a critic. And we've had this discussion where, you know, basically to the root of it, we are kind of acting like critics in a way. But I personally think we should get away from the word critic because. I mean, we're not professional judges or whatever the heck you want to say a critic is, uh, but we're, we're just like you. We're, we are you. I mean, obviously, we're us, LOL and Wild today, but, you know, we're you. We're your friends. We're, we're the discussion that you have with your friends about, and, you know, Marvel, comic books, movies, you know, we're moviegoers, we're gamers. Any discussion you have with someone someone random at a con who just randomly becomes your friend, you know, that that's us. That's what we want to be. We wanna be recognized as someone like you, not uh, you know, a big shot critic or you know, we're we think we're know it alls. You know, we're 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 fanboys, we're fans, we're movie buffs, movie goers, the average guy. But anyway, enough about all that. Um, Here's this episode of me and George talking about Castlevania. It's finally here. Uh, Hope you guys enjoy it. And with me today is uh, good old beer money George Gleick. What's up? Today we're uh, talking about the Netflix series Castlevania. The very short but I guess you could say satisfying. Well, to us, anyway. Well, semi-satisfying. Maybe to George. Maybe not. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's about four episodes long. It's, uh, it's animated. It's based off of the popular video game series. Only four episodes so far. Almost yep. like a tease. Uh, and see, I think I think what they're doing is something similar to like what Family Guy did with Family Guy's first season they only had about 10 to 12 episodes yeah and their next season had about 26 mhm so they they doubled their episode count for that season after they realized that hey people are really taken to this show let's let's keep it going yeah and here we are now what like 15 seasons later yeah, Family Guy? Yeah, almost as long. <laughs> They're about to be the new South Park. Yeah, or the new... Um... That's, I think that's what Seth MacFarlane's been trying to do for a very long time, is outdo The Simpsons. I can see that. Try to outlast. I mean, The Simpsons are still going, aren't they? They, they are still going. They have new episodes on FXX. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah. But Castlevania, it's... Uh... Even though it's animated, kind of anime, it's uh, it's more of the style of Berserk or Berserker that we were saying in our first take. I think it is a, it's a very, very, very gruesome, brutal, gory kind of story. Yeah, it, I, I think anything you do with vampires or creatures of the night like that it's got, should be. Yeah, it's got to be, because it's um. Like George said, it's gory. It's uh, there's some cursing, so it's explicit. I guess, um, it's graphic. Would go into all that, I would say. Yeah, like I mean, the episode where the stuff really did hit the fan. Yeah, there there was a lot of stuff that like, if I was a lesser man, if I wasn't who I am, if you weren't the beer money, if I wasn't the beer money, I probably would have turned it off. Yeah, there was blood running down the gutters. There was babies being carried off in the mouths of a monster. Yeah, and there was one scene, or one frame, where it cut to a child's skull just kind of chilling in the middle of the road. It's uh, yeah, it's some it's some crazy stuff. Um, now if you if you're not like an average listener of Cinema Seven, uh, if you haven't heard us talk about Beer Money before, or if you haven't heard him on the last year's episode where me George and I Discussed Blair Witch and George gave us his infamous uh, beer rating for the, for the movie, which he'll probably do today. I mm-hmm. hope so. God damn right. And uh, we uh, is the Mace Windu episode where we we each pitch a Mace Windu movie. You appeared on the towards the end of it. He's still the Sith Lord. He's still Sith Lord. George believes he's a Sith. Uh, we shall see when he gets his comic book they announced that after we did the episode. So I want my royalties if you copy any of us. Right? Uh, <laughs> but, um Better pay what you want Disney. Pay pay up, bye. Uh so let's let's start off. I say let's kick it off with the first episode. All right. Um so like you were saying before, well, they don't know, but we know cuz this is our second take. I, mean, I know. Y- you know. Uh the random lady is it kind of starts off with following this lady. And she walks into a castle. Now, when I first started watching it, I was expecting it to pretty much jump right into Belmont, I think his name was. Yeah, Trevor Belmont. Something like that. It was a T-name Belmont. He, um, I thought it was going to be jumping right into where he's from, what he's about, how he's going to go about it. But they instead, they went in a very different direction with it. They started with Dracula's side of it. Side of the story. Yeah. Like, why he is there. Which, if I remember correctly, they didn't really get into that in any of the games. I, I haven't played much of the games, but I know a lot of the games are, uh, like, side-scrollers. Um, and only a few are 3D. There's a couple of them out now that were um over-the-shoulder kind of hack-and-slashy. Like Dark Souls, I remember you were saying? L- like Dark Souls. But uh, <laughs> I I I don't even want to get into that game. Yeah, we we we're not here to talk about uh, rage I'ma inducing. I'm gonna get triggered. You get triggered. I'm gonna flip the table. The table will flip, and it will it'll not be... it'll, it'll re-break all of my Warhammer models. And we ain't we ain't about that life. I'm not about that life. Because then you got to glue them all back together. Hell yeah, and I ain't Cause got enough glue. Because we're allegedly playing again. Allegedly. 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 So, um, yeah, it kind of starts off with Dracula's story now. In this one, they kind of play him as like the this big, like he's the most evil almost of them all, and he kind of has a lot of powers, like uh, like Satan or the devil. In most any kind of story where Dracula is involved, he is depicted as the first vampire and therefore more powerful than any other vampire. Mm-hmm. Here. I think they did it a little bit differently, because normally when you think vampires, you don't think all this black magic uh, kind of satanic-style
1: darkness.
0: Summoning demons and stuff. Demon summoning, uh, appearing in fire, any of that kind of stuff. I didn't see it coming. I thought it was going to be more supernatural-esque, kind of like just... He's a vampire so he has a, an army of vampires gar- gargoyles now there is magic involved and the woman who ends up going into the castle the uh, townspeople because she's kind of she uses the magic to, like heal people I'm assuming and right she like uses it to talking like help the, others talking about one of the sayers or Dracula's wife because they assume she's a witch she was a scientist oh she was not so she's like an alchemist. She was more of an alchemist, I guess would be the more proper term. Yeah, but she they blatantly said, "I'm a scientist. I don't practice magic." And with that, they were dabbling in electricity, which is unheard of because it was set in like the 1400s. Yeah, I think it was like 1470 something. Yeah, something like that. But they were just really, really over the top with. All this magic stuff. I, I didn't really see it coming. I don't really associate magic with vampires. Yeah. I didn't know what to feel. Did they, did they talk about magic in that game? Because you only played uh, one of the games, right, you said? I've only played, like, one of the ones that came out for the Game Boy. It was like on the Game Boy Advance. Now, do you remember if they talk about magic or anything in that? I was just there to kill shit. <laughs> to be 100% honest. So I didn't know much about the story behind Castlevania, so I didn't know what to expect either. Um, when it got really like hardcore, like you were talking about earlier with the gore and stuff, I was like, "Is Castlevania like this?" Because I know, um, he's on like, well, lately he's been on a lot of Sony stuff, but mm-hmm. I know like he's been on Nintendo consoles and stuff, and they're more, you know, geared towards family, uh, friendly, everybody type of stuff, and I was like, my goodness. But uh what did you what did you think of the first episode? Like I said, I didn't know what to expect going into it and as the events kinda unfolded, I didn't really know what to feel about yeah. it. However, it did leave something in the back of my mind that told me, Watch the next episode, see see what happens, see what comes of all this. And I thought it was pretty Decently delivered. It it gave enough of a hook to keep you wanting to watch more. Yeah, to see what exactly this they were going with with the story. I I thought they now I thought Dracula would be ended up being the main character because I I didn't know much about Castlevania, and uh you know the way he kind of is portrayed in the first episode, he's not really a bad guy. So I didn't really like. Like later, he's kind of more geared as like, hey, this guy is off the rails now. He's a bad guy. I mean, he's Dracula, but it's like, you know, he kind of marries this woman who is like trying to help others, and she stumbles upon him, and 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 you know, the the city folk in the first episode they burn her alive because they think she's a witch, and I mean that set that's what sets off Dracula. But it's like, if he was that powerful before, that's kind of. I I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, before this girl, this woman walked into his life, he was reckless. He kept to himself. Yeah. He just stayed up in his castle and just just hung out. Like normal Dracula stuff. Doing normal Dracula stuff. And that segues us into episode two. Where you find out that they actually did burn her at the stake. One of the big things that Dracula's wife was about, was traveling. He wanted, she wanted uh, Dracula to go out and travel the world a little bit, see what, see what was out there, see so what was new. Yeah. And when all this stuff was going down, when they had captured her and taken her in and gave her that death sentence, he was away. He happened to come back home right when they had, like, been burning her. Yeah. The, uh, charred remains didn't even, it didn't even, um, they hadn't even dropped yet mm-hmm. when he showed up. I thought he was going to come up out of nowhere, save her, and still be angry enough that they would attempt to do this to set the actual story in motion. Yeah. But she says something too, like, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They're she scared. did not want him to react the way that he did. Yeah. But we're talking about Dracula here. And he, it, to be fair, he didn't hear that. He gives them a year, right? He comes up and he's like, you guys have one year. If you don't get out now, I will come up, I will come back, and I will slaughter you all. And he comes back. He A year later, well, no, that's not when the main character was introduced. Yeah, second episode, I think, is when you first see the main character. Yes. So... They fast forward another year, and the Archbishop of the land is trying to talk a lot of smack, saying, hey, this guy said uh, he'd come back in a year. Here we are a year later, and we're still here. Yeah, where are you at? And he was trying to hype the crowd and say, hey, yeah, let's celebrate. We're still alive. We're still here. Yeah. And in the middle of it, everything goes dark, and an army of these flying creatures and all this stuff come out, and they're. They're going down, killing, and Dracula's face appears in fire. Dude, that was pretty... I thought that was pretty neat. I enjoyed how they did that. Especially in the sky. The big sky shot of his face. Like, Yeah. However they did that was pretty neat. And he basically comes out and says, I warned you. Now this is happening. That's when he unleashes all the like the demons and stuff all on the, the, the demons, city, And that's when the first excessively gory scene... Uh, took place. Yeah. And then it kind of like, they show one of the townsfolk running to the bar, and this is where it leads to the second episode, where you meet the main character, yes. Trevor... Belmont. <laughs> Belmont. That's Crash. That's your Money's dog Crash. We're just gonna ignore him. We're gonna ignore him. This is a special episode. He's gonna interrupt us again, more than likely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... I... The se- Speaking of the second episode, I thought it was a little lackluster, it was a little boring to me. Well, to be fair, in most... Well, I've only seen, maybe, the number of animes, anime series I have ever watched, I can easily count on one hand. <laughs> I'm not a huge anime fan. I, For me, I, I like anime. I just have to find ones that interest me. And so you're picky? I'm very picky with anime. Anytime they're trying to... Uh, introduce a new character yeah it's a very slow paced kind of boring ish mm-hmm. uh episode but i i feel with this i agree with you it, it was they could have done a lot more they could have been a little more exciting however i think they made up with the banter in that tavern yeah when he was fighting those guys. Now when he goes, out, when he says he goes to the bar, this first, is the scene that made me fall in love with the series. He's like the guy, the character like super drunk, and he's like, you know, uh, what does he say exactly? He's like, uh, he's like, I'm starting to sober up, Can you give me more ale? And yeah, they're like saying the the barkeep was like, uh, you got to start paying for them because I haven't seen any coin, and I don't yeah. know if you can afford all these. He starts fishing around on his belt and trying to find his coin purse, and he finds it. But the guy who was just talking shit about the uh, Belmont family, yeah, sees the family crest on his shirt, and is like, "You're a Belmont." And the next back and forth was just so funny. Speaking of ale, since I'm at, I'm in Beer Money's presence in his uh, humble abode, I got, I have to, uh, I have to have a beer. With beer money, you got to. Now I normally don't drink beer, but when you're in the presence of beer money, George Blake, you got to. You got to have a beer. You got to. You got to. So anyway, yada yada yada. He uh he goes into town. You don't have your shovel. <laughs> that was my favorite line in the whole whole episode. The second episode. And then it just gets laid out. He and then, and, um yeah go on. And then he he leaves the tavern. I guess he beat everybody down. I think they, it of, really yeah. didn't you tell you exactly what happened like how he was still able to walk but um he left he went to try to find the next town which was apparently about to be overrun by demons dracula's army dracula's army and he finds the uh what are the messengers or what are they called uh sayers the sayers right i think that's it i think that might be it sayers sounds about right Anyway, they're, they're a group that they know just about everything in history. Yeah. And have no written record of it. No, the one chick you don't find out till later, but she knows magic or whatever. There are magicians within their ranks, yes. So uh she meets he meets one of the people, they take her he they wanna take him through the castle or whatever, right? Or through the church or something, or they wanted Basically, what I think we're starting to get into the third episode with this. Yeah, because it kind of goes in this like dungeon, which kind of reminds me of Dungeons and Dragons, or kind of like the game, almost. This is where it kind of gets sort of. Almost like a level out of the game. Well, he gets to town, he's wandering around, and he's going down this alley, and he hears a couple of guards giving an old man a hard time. This old man was one of those sayers. Yeah. So he gets him out of the jam, and the old man is like, well... Come to where we're staying. And he goes there, and they convince him to go try to find what was said to be his uh, grandson, the old man's grandson. Reluctantly, he's like, okay, let's go. Is that when they into the third episode? This, the, We're in the third episode. So this is when they find the Cyclops. Yes. Which I thought was awesome. Belmont goes down in there, and he, he finds the grandchild, but he's turned to stone, and there's a Cyclops. And the most epic fight I think I've ever seen in any... Yeah, it, anything. It really starts to pick up in this third episode, I think. Yes. Which is a shame because it ends only another episode later, the series. Yes. But yeah, that fight between him and the Cyclops is pretty awesome. Pretty wicked. I love the animation they did with it. I love I like the, how the, the, the psych- technique Yeah, they used. I love how the Cyclops shot things out of his eye or his head. I forget what exactly the name of the cyclops was, but it was a specific kind of cyclops that if you that it shot a beam that would turn you into stone. Kind of remind me of D&D, kind of remind me of uh like maybe a level from a game because he's going in a dungeon and he fight finds the boss. I kind of had a Dark 2 kind of feel. I would say I, I would say Dark Siders 1 but with war it was more it wasn't as dark, but with Dark two, you're playing as Death. It's dark. Yeah. So but you play you play a different god in the first one, right? Because you're the first one you're playing War. Yeah, because you're going through. They're gonna make them to play through the uh got the four horsemen, right? They're gonna have a game for each of the horsemen. That'd be cool if they can continue that. They have a third one coming out soon. Oh, they do. Yeah. It was just re- re- announced. Who's the horseman E3. they're doing this time? It's not pestilence; it is famine. Famine, well, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, and it not. is a female. Oh, nice! Who has a a whip, kind of like Ivy's. Yeah, from uh, Soul Caliber. So it looks what? like a short sword, but it breaks apart in a bunch of different little sections. Oh, really? So it's a whip? That's pretty neat. It is pretty cool. I, I would. When really... are we getting a new Soul Caliber? What cares? the heck? I like Soul Caliber. I don't. Okay, well, screw you, beer Money. <laughs> But, uh, Screw you, too. Get out. <laughs> I am in, in your humble abode. Back to Castlevania. So, uh, how does this episode end? I forget. They all kind of run together, which is a good thing, yeah. in my opinion, because there are some shows out there that, like, they end at a specific point. I feel like this could have been a movie, honestly. Not with how they ended it. With the, the end of the fourth episode, I, I think it would not have gone over well as a movie. So do you want to get into the fourth episode? I think we touched on all the major points of episode 3. Yeah, cuz I don't really remember how it ends. I just know it leads into um him trying to hide the sayers from the cardinal and uh ends up chilling they end up chilling next to the corpse of the cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz the uh, yeah, it was a pretty funny uh moment cuz he goes the priests walk in cuz they're in with the town folk, rally the town folk to um there's a big presence of religion here. And I, if you're religious, I, I I still think you should watch this show because it doesn't really say that religion is bad. It it's- might kind of trigger you. It might be a little offensive to most Christians. Yeah, but when people... Just get- because of the heavy focus of black magic, witchcraft... Yeah. Uh, corruption within the church. Yeah, when people get, like... Uh, like, that kind of mindset. You know, they feel like they have too much power. I feel like anybody kind of be corrupted. So, it's kind of, that guy is evil. Not the whole... I don't think they're saying the whole basis of the religion is evil. I think they're just saying that guy's evil. They didn't really get into the philosophy behind the religion. Yeah. Which, that's fine. I I don't believe in it. So, I was... I can't even say that, because I don't know how a devout Christian would respond to the show. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? Uh, people, I'd recommend it to anybody. If you don't mind gory, If you explicit, don't mind the gore, if graphic. you don't mind Satanist undertones, if you don't mind all that, then yes. Like we said, the uh, fight scenes are cool. Fight scenes are outstanding. They're amazing. So anyway, um,
1: we're don't talking about, we're before. in the fourth
0: episode? Yep. Uh, So yeah, they go to fight him. He kind of escapes, and this kind of reminds me of like the side scroller type Castlevania because he goes through the town, and they're all like all these people are perched up on different spots. Right. They uh, the seers or the sayers were safely hidden away, and all the townspeople kind of march on the house where he was chilling, and he basically tells them to go suck an egg. Using more colorful vocabulary, but still. <laughs> it, you, you know it's very hard for me not to cuss in this thing. You know what? Go for it. Fuck it. He basically tells them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. And uh, this chase breaks out. He might actually say that. He probably did. I don't I don't remember the dialogue 100%. Yeah, like you were saying, it, it did kind of really get into the um, side-scroller aspect. During that chase where the yeah. mob was chasing him through the town, I thought it was real cool how he handled some of the obstacles that came up, like the archers on the roof. Oh my God, we took the one dude and he like grabbed him behind the back and he shoved him in front of him, and the guys shot the arrows into the guy. First of all, the guy had one eye and then they shoot him in the other eye. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they uh, shot him in the chest, and somebody else shot him in the eye. So then uh, he like takes the spear or one of the arrows, right, and chucks it at the one dude. And... I think he used one of his throwing knives. Did he? Well, he hits one of the archers up top, and then they like shoot the other guy. <laughs> the dude, I was like, that will never happen again. That, that was pretty he awesome. He will never be able to pull that off again. <laughs> never again. Not planned. <laughs> First try, no warm-up. So it kind of leads to where him and the magic chick, they... Kind of rally the townspeople to kind of get them behind them. Um, this is a graphic scene is when they kill one of the one of the bigger jerky priests, and he yeah. like like he kind of rallies them against him. And one dude runs up, stabs him in the chest, stabs him in the back. him of, almost. basically Mister Belmont reveals what the church was doing, how they were how the church seemed to be perfectly content with letting everybody die. Yeah. And the townspeople didn't like that. So they killed this guy. Uh, Yes. and They the overkilled most, this guy. They overkilled him. <laughs> they stabbed, I think the first stab was like straight through the chest. Then he in got the back. stabbed bag. through the throat. The stakes went through his face. <laughs> yeah. Neck. <laughs> he just, graphic. Graphic stuff, but intense. Yeah, uh, it wasn't just like a regular raid like townspeople were yeah. used to. So. Where do they go? Do they go under the church, or they go under this castle? Is that where they go in? They um, they went back. Something big happened, and like a hole fell in the ground. Yeah, and they like landed somewhere, and they were like, and the guy was like, Yeah, see, we're good. And then that that floor collapses, and there's like machinery too in there somewhere. That's when they find out they were in a big castle, and this is the introduction of character number three. Mhm when they finally get to their destination the fight scene that breaks out as a result of this is another awesome it's scene another badass scene and it's revealed at the end spoiler alert that it's Dracula's son what's the what's the character's name Alicard Alicard so he comes out of this I haven't played the game so I don't know how much I you, you like you said I I remember seeing a, maybe a game cover with him on it but he like It was the uh, show he comes out of this like uh Coffin, he like freaking floats his sword basically just follows him around, but he's fighting um was it Bellheard? Belmont 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 my bad so he's fighting the main character Trevor Yo, I heard that Bell <laughs> and he uh he kind of like um it's like a test I feel like kind of testing him at really? least that's what I got I got the sense of it kind of how I I saw it. He was talking about, Alucard was um, talking about um, a prophecy about a mage and a hunter. Yeah. And him saving the world, essentially. And after the fight, they're talking, and Alucard pretty much just says, okay, well, let's do this. And that's where it kind of like, that's where it cuts out. Cuts out, leaves you hanging. My overall opinion, I thought, I liked what they did. They could have done a little bit better on t- on episode one and two, but again, they were introductory. Uh, it's kind of expected. Mm-hmm. Once episode three started up, I was I was hooked. Yeah, I was like, me too. I, I-, I am definitely gonna invest time in season. Especially two. that Cy- that Cyclops fight. Oh my! I was like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, what was the main selling point for you? I think it was the 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 action. I think that was my favorite part. Uh, the fight animations were awesome, like you were saying. Um, I thought it was too short of a series, but I, I hope it's them just testing the waters. I think it needed more episodes to tell the story because it kind of felt like they, they rushed through the story. And it definitely feels rushed if you watch it all in one sitting. Cause yes. Because I, I, even though I started and I tried to watch it slow, I ended up rewatching it today from beginning to end. I felt kind of like, Okay, well this kind of happened fast. That's what made me think it should have been a movie instead of a show. With um how many episodes they had? They had about 2 hours worth of um yeah, like over 90 episodes. Minutes. And uh, they could have made the first season just a movie and said, "Okay, well the sequel's going to be this." Yeah. Instead of going the animated series route. Mhm. I think they probably would have been better off doing that. However, I'm not dis- I'm not entirely disappointed with the way they did decide to deliver. Yeah. I thought the story was, even though it was very simple and easily done, I thought it set up the series, and it almost... And I like when they do something, like, they set up a story very simplistic, like because it it almost set it up like the game, almost. hmm And uh, it definitely... I remember the old man, the old Sayer, uh, first got... Belmont to go look for his grandson. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking to myself quest get. <laughs> then uh the cyclops came out and I'm like boss fight. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. So it it very it very much did capture the aesthetic of we're basing this on a video game. And some like you said some scenes felt like a game. Yes. Um the major selling point for me is the kind of no holds barred approach they went with it because mm-hmm. I know there are probably a lot of people who were extremely offended at dead babies. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it takes guts to put that in your in your it takes guts. It it takes a lot of testicular fortitude. <laughs> I admire the creators, the writers for doing so. Yeah. I admire the animators for being okay with doing so. <laughs> <laughs> but I also give them a lot of credit because they didn't do it tastelessly. They I see what you're saying. There was a like there's a time and a place for all this gore. And there's a lot of play, a lot of series, a lot of movies, a lot of anything that's going to put a lot of gore when it's not needed. Exactly. And I feel that the series does has the right amount at the appropriate times, mm-hmm. and fills in the rest with good, solid story writing. I think this could be live action. I think they could easily do it live action. I'd rather it stay animated. Yeah? Just because I don't think they'll be able to capture the the more airborne-type fighting styles that you see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I also think that some of the monsters would be hard to do. Like, if you see those... um like, chiller originals or sci-fi originals. Yeah. <laughs> they try to CGI these monsters in, and they just don't fit. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like somebody, some indie movie maker, would get their hands on it and be like, Okay, let's do this. Yeah. And you'll be able to tell. <laughs> It'll just be like watching Spawn from the 90s. I like Spawn from the 90s. I just actually watched it. I watched it again. I, th- I think we should do an episode on it. We should. We should do a take-two, because I... I really enjoyed it, but we'll 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 save that for a take two episode on Spawn. Did Did you guys do one? No. Who oh, was, you're talking about the uh, throwback. Yeah, doing a throwback episode. You, okay. Yeah. I didn't know you called them take two. See, you guys yeah. never tell me nothing. It's take. <laughs> it's take two because, it's the second take. Uh, okay. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I would like. We'll we'll.
1: will get there off mic. will yeah. We'll
0: get there. I think that's about all I got to say about Castlevania. Yeah, me too. I I think, I think I said everything I had to say. You know, it's too short. Need more episodes. Uh, on that, I agree. I think they should have done at least eight. 10. Yeah, eight or ten. Eight to ten. But overall rating, what do you think? Um, I I don't think I'm going to number rate it as I usually do. Uh, since it's a Netflix show, um, I'm going to do what I did for the thumbs master- up or thumbs down. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Just like the um, new Netflix retarded. Yeah rating system. that's what i did for master Nun, and i think that's what i did for glow so i am going to give it a thumbs up for more because i, I want to see more i want to see them space out the story more i am going to use my rating system the good old beer money because rating i have to it is a requirement nowadays if you would like to explain it for these good folks the new listeners who haven't heard the- for those of y'all who have not heard the blair witch episode I have a special grading system. Most people are like, oh yeah, I give it four out of five stars. Or, oh, I give it a thumbs up. or An A. It gets an A plus in my book. I do things a little differently. They call me the beer money. And that is because I love my beer. (laughs) It has been said time and time again, I always seem to have money for beer. You do have the beer money. Yes, I do. So, in honor of that, I have come up with my own grading system. Now with my system the lower number the lower the number it is better the better the movie was I base it off of six pack of beer it is it's supposed to be a six pack of beer but I'm thinking about changing it to a 12er For, to a 12er okay just because I don't think six is quite enough, enough of a <laughs> yeah uh, span okay they got 8 packs yes but that's they're not as uh, widely available. But for this one, I'm going to stick with a six pack. Okay. I'm going to try to develop this 12 pack type thing a little bit later. And you might hear it in the next next episode I'm involved in. However, whatever the number is represents how many beers I would need to drink to be able to tolerate whatever it is I'm rating. <laughs> it's amazing. And it, it I think it works. I, I think, think it gets the point across. I think it competes with the Similarity Rubicon. First Talk's Similarity Rubicon. I'm going to have words with that, man. <laughs> but I think it is... I give it two beers. Two out of six beers? Two out of six. So it takes you two beers to get through this. And it'll take me two beers to get through this. And that's that good. is one beer at the beginning, one beer after season two, or episode two. Yep. And that's it. <laughs> I'm done I'm through it there you go <laughs> I'm glad They escalated everything They do need to m- Come out with more yes Soon that's why I'm thumb- Giving a thumbs up because yeah. I want to see more That's why it gets a good rating from me so, I want to see more yeah And I want to see more of the same Don't sell out And try to Change it in any way Keep doing what You're doing exactly and that's all I got. So that was our uh, special look at uh, Castlevania. Uh, make sure to uh, look us up on social media, and uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, make sure to uh, subscribe so you can get all our new episodes just as soon as they're there. They download instantly, I believe. And uh, you know, give us a rating on iTunes. Give us a give us a review. You know, rate us, It's like five stars, I think. Rate us, uh Give us a review on there. Still try still pushing on that. But uh, thanks, George, for being our the guest again. I'm looking forward to doing more with y'all. You know, I'm trying to get trying to get uh trying to get all of us to do more. So I'll, I'll be around. I'll be around. We need more of the 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 six pack challenge or the twelve pack twelve pack rating. We'll rating see. Scale. We'll see. It it might very well just. Continue to be a sex pack. We're Cinema 7. Uh, I'm not going to do Chris Hawk's send-off. I'm just going to add him in. (laughs) Bye now. So, uh, at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us. We want to thank you for exploring with us.